0: This is the Grind, Sell, and Elevate podcast by Tizer Evans, where we do a deep dive on how to stay driven, how to be a top-tier salesperson, and how to elevate the quality of your
1: life. Thanks for joining me at Grind, Sell, and Elevate today. This is Tizer Evans. I sit down with Hani Sigere and her husband, Darius, and we talk about their company, Cairo Cosmetics, which is really an interesting cosmetic brand with the way that they're out recruiting people to sell it. Their comp structure is very interesting and the product itself is very interesting. Um, something that I fully believe in and behind after learning about it. So we do uh, a wide range of talking about why they created it, why this niche, their trials and tribulations as entrepreneurs. I believe this is their third business they ran of, uh, have ran as husband and wife. So a really fascinating conversation to have a husband and wife dynamic. So make sure you stay tuned to listen to both of them. And if you guys haven't done so, please subscribe to the podcast. Drop me a five-star review. It makes it more searchable and easier to find for people on iTunes. I'd really appreciate that. And if you want to work with me for a one-on-one sales consulting, head over to TizerEvans.com. You'll be able to find a consulting page. We can work together one-on-one, or if you want to work together in a group setting, if you're a small business owner, would love to be able to help you out. Without further ado, here's my conversation. All right, I've got
2: Hani and Darius with me. How are you both doing from the sunny state of uh, California?
3: We're doing great. A little sleepless. We have a one month old and a sick toddler. So, so yeah. <laughs> oh. A little sleepless.
2: Uh, <laughs> wow. Hey, that's well. what we should have talked about off camera. I would have prepped me a little bit better. Sleepless,
3: sleepless in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. So great, though. Otherwise. yeah. So uh, one month old. How old is the other little one? He's 22 months. So, okay.
3: Yeah. The height of that, the terrible twos, we're getting there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I should have shared this before uh, Before we got on. I've got my my protein drink with caffeine and I've got my caffeine coffee.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. we're, we're, got over here. we're souped up. Protein we're shaker. Go, I've just finished it. And I got it. Got, <laughs> so, Thank you. Hey, you know, um, I've, I've got my kids are, I've got a four and a six-year-old, but they're 21 months apart too. So nice. I just want to say best of oh. luck.
3: Thank you. you
0: you, you. We heard
2: it gets better. We heard it gets better, by the way. It it just gets difficult in different ways. More difficult, (laughs) different ways. Yeah. So excited to talk to you uh, both about your brand. um, For context purposes, Uh, we were chatting offline a bit. So, you know, I've done my research. Um, So love to hear about your brand, who you both are, and what you do.
3: Sure, sure. So this is actually Darius and I. Me and Darius's third business together are um, in our previous life. We had a logistics e-commerce uh, fulfillment company where we worked, and we um, we mainly worked with Kickstarter and crowdfunding customers. And it was very very new. This was at the very beginning of you know the whole crowdfunding movement. So they had a very particular need, and it was a niche. Um, and we tapped into that, and you know we grew with our customers, and we got it chance and opportunity to see a lot of our customers go from like zero year one to a hundred million year three, you know, and it was, it was great. Um, And simultaneously I had a home healthcare company I was running and um, both companies were were enjoying uh, rapid, healthy growth. Um, and so we got out of it after approximately six or so years. Um, we're like, all right, it's time to start over, right? And this time, when we, what we're gonna do, we're really gonna be passionate about it. Um, it's gonna be like a culmination of all of our experiences. Uh, my background being in the science, biochemistry, Darius having the business background. Um, let's come together and do something that's super impactful. Um, And what we wanted to do essentially was tap into the gig economy, right? Somehow be able to merge um, traditional e-commerce with the gig economy. Um, and that's where Chiral was born. Um, and it's, you know, it's an AI-driven skincare and um, longevity brand. We're here to educate as many people as possible. And um, yeah, that it, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think, I think the... Um... The driving force behind Kyro um, had a lot to do with the fact that we were in so lo- logistics and and um, you know isn't isn't the sexiest and and most out there types of industries um, we and and it's also something that's really behind the scenes and not a lot of people know what happens. Just things get things just show up, and I think we wanted to do something which had um, some beauty in it. And and it was artistic. It was beautiful. Um, it's something that invokes emotion. And so I think the, the idea was, you know, we have done a lot of the backend stuff. Let's let's create something emotional and cites things and people. And um, while we were able to have an impact on you know several hundreds of brands that worked with us, um, in the in the e commerce space. We wanted to have an impact on thousands of people. And so, you know, one of the ideas of, you know, one of the thoughts behind going to market with Chiral was, well, how can we do that, right? How can we, we've been around the brands that have been successful Mm -hmm. by maximizing on Facebook ads, Google ads. And we said, you know, like, while that's great, we've heard a lot of complaints around, well, Facebook changes up their algorithm and then, oh shit. You know, my advertising ROI, my marketing ROI just doubled. Um, and so, you know, what do we do now? We have to scramble new content, so on and so forth. So we said, you know, we want to do something where we're, we, we work with Facebook and Google, but yet we're really relying on people and we're relying on people within the gig economy sense. And so when we were thinking about, you know, doing Cairo, we were thinking, you know, how do we do this where where we get people to sell our products and we get people excited about our products and so we've researched i mean we spent about a year and a half just researching these concepts we we took about a, a year and a half off traveled asia traveled europe um and just sort of thinking about how do we do this
2: the travel so we, inspires the thinking I'm assuming.
0: yeah yeah no yeah. for sure and so um we settled on a direct selling model or the, or the network marketing model which we think uh, really fits in with the impact piece and it fits in with um the skill sets that we have um and so so that's that's sort of you know where we are today um with chiral sort of the slightly unique go-to-market and hybrid uh, approach to to e-commerce it's e-commerce plus affiliates, plus direct selling, right? So um, it's just slightly different twist on that.
3: Yeah, and if I could also add, um, part of the reason we wanted to get into the direct selling spaces, it's a very old, like it hasn't really been innovated. And we thought, how can we innovate in this industry? Well, traditional network marketing companies make you buy a lot of product that you can't sell. Um, And so our brands, everything is bespoke, everything is created for the customer, it's powered by technology, so the um, consultants don't have to buy any inventory, right, they could just, all they really have to do is do the network, the, the marketing, it's, we take the hassle of shipping, fulfillment, um, you know, the, the product, we take that out and allow them to just sell, um, and so, you know, we're we're training also in, um training them via an app that we use. Um, and so it's like a gamified app uh, with every single training they they get points and um, they're able to accumulate this, these points to, you know, um, get gifts or or use it towards different things. Um, but yeah, we wanted to like merge technology, you know, innovate both industries, right? Skincare has not been an innovated in a very long time. Um, like, part of the reason we decided to do personalization also is because not all skin types are the same, right? Mm-hmm. And um, being having the, the science background, I know in order to really do longevity well, uh, as far as the skin goes, um, you have to personalize it for the individual and tap in on a cellular level. And how do you do that? So you do that through, you know, you could do it via um, laser treatment in a dermatologist's office. You could do it, through prescription grade products, or you could use acids. And so um, in order to get the acids really right, you have to be able to understand the customer. So if they have oily skin, for example, glycolic acid won't penetrate, salicylic will do a better job and so on and so forth. So, you know, it it, it all kind of came together in this sense and here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess, and I guess as, as honey was talking about that, it reminded me of you telling us before the podcast, your story of, you know, moving to Georgia, then your wife being from Florida, then being in Southern California. I think, I think that's something else that we thought about when we thought about skincare. So as you know, Miami or, or Florida has got a very humid climate and then mm-hmm. Southern California doesn't. Right. So, you know, part of the offering of, of our brand is that, It changes with you right every six weeks so you're you're living in florida it's humid you need a lighter moisturizer you're moving to southern california you need a slightly heavier moisturizer and so that's that's our brand in a nutshell right it just it goes with you it adjusts with you um so we're yeah so we're you know super excited about this this new journey and um it's yeah it's it's a you know a lot of fun
2: we've had a fantastic start uh, <laughs> right from so um you've been up and going for five years i read that correctly
0: yeah the, the the brand's been the brand's been up and running for about a year and a half
2: year and a half okay so it's yeah. been the development and whatnot um when i was re- reading the bio that's what i thought i'd grabbed so I guess always one of my biggest questions is, and I get a a way different type of industries because I've been in insurance for a long time. Although I do know a lot about skincare because my wife is very passionate about it. So I'm excited to introduce this to her because you are right. Her, her skin and hopefully she never listens to this, but uh, is more is more on the oily side. And so it was a problem for her when she lived in Florida and she went to California and she was like, this is the best my skin has ever looked. We go back to Georgia. She forgot how much the, the dry climate in Southern California helped her skin. And so when we moved, she had she was like, oh, I'm, I'm breaking out a little bit and I have to adjust. And we moved here. It, you know, it is like living in hell in Houston in the summer. You know, it's like it's like South Florida. I mean, it's ridiculous. So uh-huh. it's even worse, right? So I mean, I think that 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 in itself is a is a really great that you define that niche and that problem and you're solving for it. But my question is with the direct selling model, I get hit up all the time by insurance companies, mostly life insurance companies that have a similar model. And they say, Yeah, hey man, you've been insurance, you're a great salesperson. How do you go out and you recruit people to buy into the brand? to drive the brand and keep them engaged? I understand the app and I think that the training is important. I want to touch on a little bit, but how do you initially get someone bought in and engaged?
0: Yeah. So, no, that's a, it's a really good question. Right. And I think um, when we started tackling that question, it, it sort of, uh, you know, got me, you know, Russell Brunson funnels, Russell Brunson funnels. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and so um so if if we sort of use that as a model to to describe the 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 initial how right so um we've built out we have two primary funnels that we've built out one revolves around skincare education and one revolves around entrepreneurship and leadership mm. and so and there's there're two different value propositions right so um, the, the first value proposition is have you ever thought about starting a skincare brand? Here, here I'm I'm honey, I've started a skincare brand. Here are all the steps that you kind of have to go through from registering your company to finding your manufacturer, so on and so forth, and presenting that to, to people that are interested in that sort of thing. And then the, the other sort of funnel um revolves around, well you love skincare um, wouldn't it be cool if you can have a consistent education around skincare and then you can become an educator within your network you can become the sort of go-to person where your friend hits you up on Instagram like oh hey uh, oh my god I just moved to um, Florida and my skin is like breaking out what do you think it is like, oh, it could be the climate or it could be XYZ or it could be the, the ingredients in your skincare brand that, that are, have interaction problems or whatever the case is. And so um, so it's about sort of, you know, for, for us at least, it's about finding um, the, the thing that, you know, people are interested in. And so a lot of people are interested in the gig economy and then um, are interested in, in, in maybe starting a skincare brand, something within that realm um, and and taking into account the fact that while well, you know Neiman Marcus is, is closing up shop, um, Macy's is having a lot of issues. They're closing up. There's all these beauty girls, counter. beauty counter girls that 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 used to work in these stores. They were they were people that. You know, you would come to and you would say, oh, my gosh, you know, like you know, I'm, there's like fine lines on my eyes. What, what do you recommend? And, you know, oh, I'm, I'm from Lancome. I recommend this. I'm, I'm from this brand. and I recommend that. So so we initially started out talking to to people in, in that industry. Right. They're, they're already doing it. And now it's sort of like giving them a voice to do it on a, on a larger scale. Um, so that's kind of how you know we we thought about the problem of initially starting, um, and so the the tools that have been extremely useful for us have been um, around LinkedIn marketing. Mm-hmm. So LinkedIn allows us, like you could, um, and then there's even different approaches within LinkedIn, right? Like for example, you can you look at a complementary product like Herbalife. Herbalife has to do with, with um, wellness, right? And it's, they don't, they don't do skincare, but it's a very similar model. And so you hit up the, the Herbalife uh, people and you're like, hey, by the way, um, you're, you're, you care about wellness. You, you probably, the chances are high that you care about skincare and how you look because you're concerned with working out and, and putting good things in your body what do you think, do you think it would make sense for you to sell this alongside Herbalife products? Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's you know, it's just trying, it's kind of brainstorming things and just trying things out, right? And and, and trying to understand um, what's happening in the market, who's looking for what, and just, you know, iter- just making it an iterative process. Um,
2: yeah you know so did the um thank you for explaining that darius that makes it makes a lot of sense i'm also a big fan of russell bronson although the the funnels man they're tough to build they're tough to build i i fucked yeah. around with one for like three weeks and i was like no nah, i'm gonna pay some dude on fiber i can't do this you know i can't <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can't i can't do this shit um yeah. but one of the things i loved and again so uh, so for con i'm gonna bring my wife up a bunch is mostly because this has been a topic of us. Um, skincare, it's been a huge, it's been a huge topic. She goes and sees an esthetician every six weeks and has a, has a regimen of pr- products that she buys and, and, um, you know, got to the point where she was trying to figure stuff out. She was reading you know, medical medium. We're doing, we're doing the fucking, the seller the I'm getting brought into the celery juice and I'm listening to the spirit of compassion now. And I'm like, Oh, what's happening, man. What's going on? It's all good. You know, it's all good. I'll try whatever. Um, but I, I, well, you can see here, she's always talking about the, the crow's feet. And I say, it's from living in California. You know, okay, really sure. <laughs> um, so I use products in the morning at night now, um, like a folic acid or something on my, my forehead. She, as she does it, I just like it. Cause I, it's the only <laughs> time I get affection, but, um, I'm just teasing. Um, so you really you, you listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. You I'm, I'm really sh- know affection. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in hot shit. Um, <laughs> So, but I love that you guys took a holistic approach and actually she's, my wife owns an interior design firm, but she's also a holistic nutritionist by trade. That's what she went to school for. And so everything in our house is very holistic. And so I wanted to get your take on why you took that approach because you didn't have to, and probably it wouldn't have affected your model, maybe not even affected your sales. If anything, it probably cuts into your margins uh, by going that route. So I wanted to get your perspective on why that was important to you.
3: Sure. Well, um, my background is in aging and I've studied the aging process for many, many years and to your skin is the first place to show the the aging process of the body. It's your biggest organ. Um, and to really, really have effective, um, anti-aging, there's no such thing as reverse, uh, you know, reverse aging by 10 years overnight. There's no such thing, right? It's a that's, a, that's what gets products sold. But so in order to do it, you really have to take a holistic approach. So the first step of our regimen is an acid, right? That starts and kickstarts the cellular turnover cycle, right? Mm. That's your body's natural cycle to get new cells coming to the surface. When we're younger, um, you know, my infant son, th- this this happens every two weeks, but as we get older, like by our 50s, this process happens every 90 days, right? So that's why our skin really ages. So our first step is to kickstart this process and you do it via an acid, right? And in order to get this acid right, you also have to adjust the pH and the concentration, right? And no one's doing that on the market currently um, because, you know, my mother's older skin um, requires a different pH or requires a stronger pH than, for example, my 27-year-old um cousin, right? So we do that. We adjust the concentration. Everybody talks about um, ingredients, ingredients, ingredients are great, but what concentration and what pH are they uh, are they at? So first we do that. We make sure we understand you, your body, your skin. We adjust the pH and that's the first step. Second step, you need something to assist um, the skin. Like your, your skin's essentially exposed, right? And you need to help these cells and collagen rebuild. So we have a bioplacenta serum that you put on. Um, and then the third step of the process is a moisturizer, right? You need to hydrate your skin. And the fourth step is you got to feed this process from the inside. You can do whatever you want on the outside. You have to um, help this process along from the inside and that's our supplement, right? So as you can see, aging is a holistic process and it's made up of, you know, your lifestyle, what you eat, what you do. Well, we can't control what you do, Um you know, to your body, the environmental exposures, we can't control that. But what we can control, um, we, we've built this product around and it has to be done in a holistic way.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess like, you know, what's interesting for me, um, you know, so I, I, you know, I never really cared about skincare. <laughs> I have, I have dry skin and that's like, I just put stuff on my hands, right? That's the extent of it. And, and, and when, when skincare started becoming interesting to me was when, um, y- you know, you, you have this, this, let's say from a, from a business perspective and from an engineering perspective, my background's also engineering. And so, um, I, you know, you, you used to walk into Macy's everybody's trying to sell you something for your skin. And it's like, You know, and it's just like, you know, yeah, reverse aging. Like, I just didn't get the whole thing. I didn't understand it. So the way that honey, you know, broke it down was just pretty amazing in the sense that, you know, it's, there's a, there's a cellular turnover cycle, your skin sheds and you grow new skin. Like I can, as a guy, I can understand that. Like, I get it. And so, so, so we approached this thing and it's like, why don't we stop selling the snake oil of like reverse aging people that want to get Botox done and laser treatments, let them do that. There's nothing wrong with Botox treatments and laser treatments. That's fine. But at the end of the day, you need a solid foundation for your skin, which supports this process of shedding your skin and and growing new skin. So like, look, there's, there's four steps in that process. Let's just make a product for every step. That's it. Make a product yeah. for every step, support the process, and 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 everybody's gonna have healthy healthier skin, right? You're not trying to promise people you're gonna, hey, ten years minus ten years, use this, right? And so, and you know what, Tizer, you're absolutely right. This thing screws up the financials, right? This thing, this thing is is not easy because it's like, wait. Like, why don't I just sell somebody like something for 25 bucks that I make for $3 and just like put that thing up on Amazon and we're golden, right? Like, like that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the fast way to do it, right? But, it's, but like, we think it's the wrong way to do it, honestly. Right? And, and it's like, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, this thing by itself or that thing by itself, yeah, that makes sense. But, but we've gotta get, let's get to know each other. Go on the website, take the quiz. Once you take the quiz, we understand who you are and the types of products that you need, right? Interact with our brand, provide us the feedback so we could adjust your formula every six weeks to to what is happening in your life, to the changes that are are happening in your life. Let us build out your skincare profile as you age and supply you with the right products, right? And so, yeah, you know, like just another example, like you know, conversion rates suck because you can't check out. You can't go to our website and check out. You got to take the quiz. And what happens when you have to take the quiz? You lose people, right? So now you've got to do drip campaigns, get those people back in the funnel. You've got to, you know, shoot them the educational information, right? We've got an interactive ingredient page. It's like, hey, like, let's talk to people about the ingredients. Let's get them to understand what's happening, right? And so so you lose the quick sale. You lose the guy that's like, oh yeah, this looks good. Let me just buy it. Like you lose that. But I think for us, like one of the things we, we, we wanted to do with this brand is, um, you know, no outside investors. We don't want deadlines. We don't want, we want to do this thing right. We've and had we want to do it yeah. on our terms. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. I don't want to, I don't want to have a conversation like, you know, get, you know, Hey, um, launch this eye serum because it's going to add 25% to your revenue. And it's like, it's like, wait, but it doesn't, it doesn't jive with what we're trying to do as a whole, right. The holistic approach. And so that's, you know, it's so it it, like there's, there's the the positives and then there's the negatives, right? Like you, you highlighted.
2: Yeah. Well, there's two words. I have to do this because I I lose my, i lose my thought if I don't write, I had to write stuff down while, Mm -hmm. while people are talking. Um, but one, you have a beautiful website. I went and looked at it. So, um, great job on the website. It looks fantastic. But the, the thing that, um, I really love, and this is coming because a lot of people listening aren't in sales, right? They're salespeople. So you might be able to recruit a few people um, for the direct selling model. But um, is it, like you said, the word snake oil salesman. Like the thing that I teach my people, just be fucking transparent. The more that you are just ruthlessly honest and transparent with people, the more that you establish a long lasting relationship. And the second thing I wrote down was I wrote down transparency and longevity. And it's like, you're not just trying to get a quick hit on one and done, right? You're trying to build a relationship. And the only way you build a relationship is by understanding the needs of the client, which I didn't want to get lost on anybody. Why the quiz is so important, because if they cannot understand your needs, then they cannot provide any type of extra additional value as a differentiator from anybody else that is in the marketplace, which is so important. And and so I I think that you guys are on the right course. I mean, personally, I don't know what that that means to you, but, um, so I, I love it. I think the transparency and looking for longevity of like, yeah, I I could get a a 20% bump, but why would I do that? You know, I'm here to create customers for life and I want to understand people's needs and I want to, you know. be dedicated to their needs and what those needs are as they're evolving and changing, which is, I think is super, super cool.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think also like an an interesting, um, an interesting thing that Honey says all the time is, um, you know, so obviously her bio, biochemistry background and everything. um, She's like, if, if, if we, if we can interact with a potential client and if they learn something and they buy nothing, we have done our job. Mm-hmm. So for us, the educational component is really, really important. And it goes back to that transparency, right? Like, like, I don't wanna tell people that they need to buy this. I don't wanna tell people that, you know, they're gonna reverse aging overnight or any of these things. No, it's just, listen, like we've done the homework come to the site, read some of the blog posts, interact with honey. I guarantee you, you're going to learn something about skincare and then do with it what you like. Like it's, it's also, you know, a lot of, I mean, at least like not, not that I'm old or anything, but I I just think that,
2: um, you look great. Your skin looks great. You look very young. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: but, but, um, you know, a lot of it is just like, it's like, isn't it fun when you can just exchange ideas with people and perhaps teach someone something or, or have them think about something that they've never thought through a different perspective. Isn't that a part of life? Right. I think it's, I mean, it's something that you do through your podcast and I think it's something we aim to do with, the
3: people that we interact with and i think it's great it's a lot of fun too we get to to do great things we're, we're currently updating our ingredients page but um if you go there you could actually set up filters and every single one of the ingredients that could potentially go into your formulation have scientific um journal articles attached to it it'll it'll tell you whether it's an antioxidant a vitamin um an emollient an exfoliant like whatever the category is you'll learn about that and you could also learn a little bit of an um excerpt on on what it is a brief excerpt there you could read that and then if you want to read further and educate yourself even more you could click the link and it'll take you to the journal article so um like Darius said education was also very important to us not only being transparent but educating uh, people along the way
2: yeah I think that's wonderful as well and and you know there's a really great actually I have it right here um, I like to read books, not technical books like you guys do. My brain doesn't work that way. But I have this book called A Challenger Sale right, by Matthew Dixon and Brent Adamson. And the big key takeaway about this is with Darius, what you're just talking about is that, that aha moment. If you can inspire a client, irrespective of vertical, to go, I've never heard that before. That's interesting. No one's ever told me that before. You just establish a customer for life or at least for the next couple of years until you fuck it up somehow. No, but uh, no, but that's what you want. You want to be able to educate in a way that they haven't heard before. Cause everybody's providing value nowadays. And I hate this term because it gets thrown around so often. I'm like, yeah, but your value is talking about known issues. It's like, if I went to my wife and I was just like, oh, Hey uh, you know, this serum is supposed to, you know, do X, Y, Z reverse aging. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, like, I know, like, I know that's, like, that's what everybody says, right? That's not value. I'm not, I'm not creating any, anything different as far as a differentiator. So the education piece is huge um, mm-hmm. and creating those aha moments for your clients. Now, how do you, I want to talk to you a little bit about the, uh, the portal aspect of training. Because I think this is really interesting because obviously you both know what you're doing. You're, pro, it's your baby. You're both, we've got a biochemist and an engineer. Okay. It's like, it's incredibly brilliant people so you know but the it's people that right? <laughs> oh, so, everything uh, yeah <laughs> yeah There's, it
3: actually works against us sometimes um
2: yeah. i give you kudos but, too on yeah, a whole a whole nother thing uh before we jump into that piece i got a question is i i commend you both i said you know i i'm more of an operations guy uh like last year the what i do we were up 65 percent. you know eight figure growth year over year last year. So I'm a very good operator. I know how to execute well, you know? So I'm always like telling my wife, you know, cause I can see like with her business, I'm like, Hey, you can try this. She goes, I want you shut your mouth and you mind your own business. <laughs> you know? So she's like, I got more, I'm going to run my ship. So, uh, you know, cause I'm always trying to sneak in a little bit on her business. So uh-huh. I, I commend you two for being married and, and running the business so well together. Uh-huh. Um, that's, that's awesome. That so so what I want to ask you about the training is you're not going to have people to have your mindset your skill set or your brains, right? I mean your aptitude for learning. So is is the app very easy and broke down. So it's very obtainable for someone who doesn't have your background to be able to still give the educational piece because that's I think a, a huge linchpin, right? Of the business model. So kind of you talk us a little bit how you you created that. So people are like, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. I might be able to sell this, but I'm not going to be able to meet with Darius or honey every day. So the app's got to be really proficient. So talking talk to us about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um, when, when I think about the educational component, um, <clears throat> and I think about the dissemination of that information or the distribution of that information, um, the, the image that comes to mind is that of an onion. So onions have layers right you've got the the outside layer then you've got your next layer your next layer and your next layer so that's how i think about the educational component i think about it like you know how deep do you want to go with the, with the knowledge right because because we can start out on the surface like put this on your skin and it and it it's an acid which which essentially burns the top layer of your skin off right in a a very pleasant way um and so so that's it right that's what it does or do you want to talk about how the how the telomeres inside of your dna work do you want to do you want to go that deep do you want to go into the dna of your skin and and talk about that right so So it's about those layers and it's about people finding their own comfort levels as to which layers they reside in. And so, so it's, so, so what it is, is, um, it's a, it's a, it's a weekly topic. So, so today we're this week, we're talking about vitamin C. Okay. Let's say this week is vitamin C week. And we talk about what are the benefits of vitamin C how does it work with your skin why does your skin need it and then we we go deeper and deeper and deeper all the way till we get to a cellular level right and so and and you can take as much or as little of that information and share it with your network right you can you can repost um you can repost to your network with just the simple post that says vitamin c is good for you right or you can go deeper and say oh this is how vitamin c affects your cells right and so we've we've set it up where it's kind of a custom tailored approach and people can we we put out a, a a a body of knowledge on a weekly basis and people can sort of pick and choose what they feel comfortable with
3: but and- to answer your question um through the app there we give them the general like General information for you to get started. What is cellular turnover? What is um you know, and and then also selling approaches, right? Like marketing right. and approaches as well. So, but um to Darius's point, we can get as deep as you want on on a weekly basis with uh, different videos and topics. or um if you just want to stay surface level, you could go to the app and um, learn the ba- basics of it. We have, over 40 videos we've recorded so far on on these type of topics, and you know, like I said, it's a gamified platform. So, um, to get through it, like you get points, and and um, yeah, so it and gets I, people excited, right?
0: Yeah, and I think and I think the the other aspect of that is um, when questions come up. I mean, we've had some like chemists talk to us, and it's like we're we're talking on a different different honey's talking not me (laughs) honey's talking to the chemists on a different level than you know she's 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 talking to other people and so um it's it's you know and then so we always default like okay there's a range of people yeah there's a range of people and then okay if the the, even if the information that was put out there um is you, you need more honey's available she'll jump on hold hold a Hold a webinar with your network. Honey will jump on, answer all the questions that come up, right? Point people to the scientific knowledge behind it, the scientific articles behind it. Um, So yeah, it's it's just, I guess it's like a step-by-step layered approach is the best way I would describe it. Yeah, that
2: that makes a lot of sense. You can go as surface as you need to be able to sell or as deep as you want as far as your interests. Now, when it comes, because you're going to get, uh, I'm sure you know uh, stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads, or whatnot. People have a passion for skincare, right? That don't have that never sold anything, and that's probably going to be you know you're not going to always have that girl that worked behind the counter, a guy worked behind the counter that sold Mac or whatever it was, right before. And um, so, how do you walk them through a little bit as far as coaching, as far as how to how to sell? Is it is it purely networking through your own community? Hey, here's how you start to prospect on LinkedIn or on Instagram with DMs or whatnot. How do you kind of steer them with that?
0: Yeah, so um, so we have like a 90 day fast start program. So it's just basically a, it's a checklist of things you need to do in your 30 days, and your 60 days, and then your 90 days. And a lot of it is that, right? So so it starts out. Typically, it starts out with your um, like your immediate network, right? Like. I don't know, my my friend like, hey, what what do you think about this? And this is you know the the brand that I've uh, started working with, and then we help them branch out, right? So for example, on LinkedIn, um there's certain tools that that we recommend that they use where they can reach out to all of their immediate connections and then they could start growing their network on LinkedIn, right? So they can start and reach out, connect with their second degree connections. then, their second degree connection pool grows larger as those second connections, um, end up connecting with them and interacting with them. So we walk them through that. We walk them through a DM strategy on Instagram and Facebook, um, Facebook groups is another thing we're, we're just actually starting to, um, to explore now. We, we, we've sort of put that on the back burner, but it's something that's coming to light now. And, um, Yeah, we just we take them through through all that, you know. Um, And and like I said, I mean it's 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 challenging, right? Sometimes and oh sure, or not do it every day.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. I was gonna ask you guys, what do you guys? I don't know, are you guys on Clubhouse?
3: I am. I I just got on. Yeah, I started a a skincare everything
2: skincare group. Yeah. That was that was where I was going with that. Yeah. I I could see that it working really well on that platform.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I just started it and I think we have over 300 people already that joined the group. It's exciting. I'm going to actually start um, next week holding regular sessions on how to start a beauty brand because you have a lot of aestheticians that are part of the group Mm -hmm. and they want to branch out and start their own product or whatnot. So let me educate them on how to start a business It might be a little bit different than working for someone. So yeah, no, I'm excited about clubhouse the opportunity there.
2: Yeah. I think you, you just talked about a whole other business within a business right yeah. there. Right. I, I right. mean, right. I mean, you, you could you basically uh, help them create products and do exa- replicate what you're doing using your own techniques and then uh, help them with the branding and do have a whole licensing company.
3: Yeah, but by by the time they're done they're like, "Oh my gosh, why would I,
2: why yeah, would I want to right. do
3: this?" This is like so R&D and this and that. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, right. Your MOQs are super high and good luck, you know. <laughs> um so by then and that's the point. Like don't deal with that. Just sell the product. If you want to sell, you have to sell eventually. So let us handle the entire back end and again, it's different than traditional networking uh network marketing. And that um, it's all personalized, and there's no other brand in ne- in network marketing that personalizes products. So,
2: well, um, yeah, and I, I think it was cool too that you guys had the affiliate part of it. You know, because the direct selling is one way, but you know, like, I mean, sh- how many bloggers blog about skincare? Oh yeah, they could throw up affiliate stuff on their website, right? I mean, it, there's a lot of great. You guys hit a lot of great avenues. That I, it doesn't see. I don't know. I'm not super familiar. I just did listen to. Uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Jamie Kern Lima. I just listened to a podcast with her. Um, so I got a little bit of a, a, a background and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, it's it, but no one's talking about the way that you guys are approaching this with, within the skincare. So I think it's, I think it's, really cool. And just from an entrepreneur aspect, it's really innovative and it's um, the strategy is awesome. Uh, a couple more questions for you. I know we're, we're running short on time here. Um, they want to get your take on being married being uh being a wife and a husband and a father and a mother how do you guys balance your time god
3: don't ask <laughs> lots of coffee um but i mean it, it's interesting because we I, I joked around about the and Darius being an engineer and me having the science background but i'm the one that overthinks everything and like um, and Darius is more execution. Um, so we bring different skill sets. He's very analytical. I can't stand that. I'm more people, uh, you know, talk to people. Um, and in my last business, we had 500 plus employees that, that work for us. And I love that, going out there, talking mm-hmm. to these women and um, client-facing. So we really have, like, we balance each other really, really well in that, in our skills um and i think when we're at work it's it's um it's just business you know we the same hr rules apply to, right yeah. That would to employees.
2: But, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, like, I and, think Mike... And the baby,
3: team, like, yeah. let me... I, I would me. have thought
2: the sexual harassment would have been a little different, <laughs> but, you know. I know, at work, it's still life. And you
3: can tell them the other story about how you sexually harassed me. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, no. It was like, you know, told everyone, if I didn't harass my wife, I would have never been married because we met at a nursing Yeah, home, I actually. mean, so we, we worked together in, in our first job. I just I
0: kept... Call- Her boss was actually my... <laughs> subordinate and i just kept calling her like when's honey working when's honey working and it was like
3: <laughs> and so they and i was like mary i'm so sorry please just tell him like i don't work here anymore and he just kept calling and calling and and so yes that's, that's how <laughs> that's how he won my heart. no but that's but, awesome um, no, yeah. but I bring the baby to work. I mean, you, you do what you have to do. Um, right. I bring the baby to work. I'm breastfeeding with one hand and typing with the other. Like, we, we make it work. And, yeah, do we disagree? Sure, but we try to leave that stuff at work and then come home. Um, but it, it's kind of been built into our life and relationship for the past decade. So it's, it's kind of like part of our experience, part of our journey has yeah. been built around that it's all we know so we don't know anything different actually to answer your question
0: yeah i guess i guess like where what i would add to that question would be um just having the the patience and ability to argue with Mm. each other without um letting it turn personal
2: Mm.
0: right because i mean we bring we always bring a lot of biases to arguments like honey told me the, the other day, she's like, uh, you know, she, she asked me for advice on something. I gave her my advice. She talked to someone else. They gave her the same exact advice. And she's like, wow, I didn't, I didn't want to listen to you. But <laughs> now that somebody else told me the same thing, maybe let me consider it yeah. twice. Right. <clears throat> so it's about being able to manage those biases and then be, being able to, to know that, okay, we're arguing about something. Arguing is healthy. I have perspective a you have perspective b um maybe i'm right maybe i'm not maybe you're right maybe you're not um, what should we do now right like how do we move forward yeah so um you know you,
2: you guys drive separate cars that work
3: now no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I was teasing. But um, you guys have any, as entrepreneurs and, you know, people obviously, I'm sure that you're in, uh, not that I'm stereotyping Californians who owns a holistic company, but um, do you guys have any like holistical uh, or success habits that help you as entrepreneurs or help your lifestyle as a family or things that you know that like are really ingrained that I know that help me get to that next level and keep pushing?
3: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's um, every day I come in and the first thing I do is list my six, seven goals for the day or I do it the night before. It's usually better if I do it the night before. And then um, I divide my paper up into three quadrants. So the top is my six, seven tasks. And then the left, I do, you know, eight, 8 a.m., nine, 10, 11. I write the hours and I, I do everything manually. Yeah, I have yep. a calendar, but I put it in there. And then on the right-hand side and the bottom quadrant is uh, my notes for the day. So that helps a lot, it keeps everything organized. If not, it'll get get out of hand and that's helped me and it gives me the confidence to have those attainable goals, right? Um, And keep pushing and pushing. Um, As you know, when you don't have investors, you're on your own time, right? Procrastination becomes a huge issue um, and you could drag it out for as long as possible. So um, this this works for me, like every day start, um, have some sort of a routine and habit. Um, So that, that's, that's my approach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really torn on the habit question because um, I've swung like both ways, like, Mm -hmm. you know, super regimented. And then, and then the the issue I have with having too many habits is that it limits my creativity. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like like I'm, I'm, I'm just really torn on the habit thing, like, and, and trying to um, say that I must do this one thing or two things or three things every day. Um, however, I will say there are a couple things um, just diet wise. I try not to eat in the morning so I don't get sleepy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and, and, you know, I tried the whole, you know, the, the fasting thing, whatever, whatever. Um, but just not eating breakfast, right. Has helped me out a lot to be productive in the morning um, and getting a lot of sleep, as much sleep as I can get, because I just, I, I just think, um, yeah. Like, I mean, I have a hard time with, with habits in general, because I I can't figure out if they're if they're productive or, or, or counterproductive, right? Like I come from an engineering background. Like it's all about you have to solve problems, and it's very process oriented, and it's very regimented, and and, but I'm starting to question that, right?
3: Mm-hmm. So he's um, a lot more disciplined than I am. I don't I, know. I, I need I don't a know. schedule and I need to follow
0: it. I mean, what it. what about what about yourself? I mean, you're you're asking the question. What's uh-huh. what's your take?
2: You yeah, know. yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, for me, a success habits um, discipline. You know, I had that, that quote by Jocko Willink. I love discipline equals freedom. And so, um, yeah, I pay attention to very similar to my, my body. Like I don't I stop eating usually around 730. I don't eat until noon the next day because I don't like the way I feel either when I eat breakfast. Um, and I take my, my alpha brain, which is a nootropic by it, and I only drink black cold brew. But I get up early, usually 4.30. Um, if I sleep in, it's like a quarter to five. And I go right into getting some water. I go into meditation. I do uh, Wim Hof's breathing app. Um, as, as that for me is starts to set the precedent for clearing my mind. You know, before like the day it t- takes over, I do podcast. I'm working. I'm doing sales consulting, dealing with the kids. Why I'm working from home today? Because I got to pick up my my oldest. So then I, I go right in. I do some stuff to still my mind, and then I read. Um, like I'm reading a book. It's right here because I carried, I always carry my books around with me. Happy Money, by Ken Honda. It's the uh, Japanese art of making peace with your money because a lot of us have bad relationships with money, so it's hard to attract money if you have a bad relationship with it. And then I usually journal about what I read, and for me, it's I got my mind still, then I read, and then I'm allowed, like what you're talking about, Darius, is I, I it allows me to be creative because I like being creative, you know, and so it allows me to have that space to have some creative freedom and to to journal about my goals or to issues that are having um or just new thoughts ideas like i just started a new podcast uh a month ago because i kept on having this reoccurring thought like i read a book a week my best analytics are on book reviews mm. and i kept on, oh, yeah okay we'll then do a, a podcast <laughs> on book reviews. you know what i mean so it's just like you know i put it put it together look at the numbers um and then i go to, and then i'm in the gym by six and i work out from six to seven um i do two minutes in, in cold shower because good for your skin i heard It's true. Um, So, so, I mean, that's just kind of like my morning routine and then, and then, and then kind of um, honey to your point, I think it's also really important to have some type of routine before you go to bed because, you know, it's important how you start your day, but if you can set up your day the night before, Uh then you're going to be a lot more efficient because it's always, there's so many people, the day just takes over them and the day controls them as opposed to you controlling your day, you know, it's like I control time. And so I, uh, same thing, I list out my goals in the morning and at night, and then I set my targets appropriate to my goals the night before. So I have my targets already laid out. And then I read again before I go to bed.
3: I love it. I love it. Yeah. Love so, that. you know, yeah. not a
2: hundred percent, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty close to seven days a week. Um, and, and that's the one thing that my wife and I bond over is You know, uh, everything in our house, I'm sure like you guys is organic. You know, we try to feed the kids, you know, really good, healthy foods. And, you know, and the exercise part is really important. She's into yoga, certified yoga instructor and stuff like that. So we work out constantly together. We do workouts with the kids. It's just that whole same thing, holistic approach to life that we try to um, do together. And I feel like by doing those things, it makes me a high performer. Um, And part of it is just because I have the confidence to know that I've already been up and I've accomplished more. Tasks than most people will get done in their entire day. I've already done before seven. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, with Pat said, staying flexible is important, right? Like during the the pregnancy process, I just gave birth, so your hormones are adjusting and fluctuating, and um, it's it's tough. And uh, you know, it, it's it's tough when you're expected to perform at the same level as you did prior to pregnancy. Oh yeah. After while, your body's changing and adjusting to. Um, So I try to stay flexible, but that list is, um, keeps me at least on, on track and focused throughout the day. So,
2: yeah, no, it's so important. It's like 3% of people write down their goals and out of the 3%, probably, you know, a fraction of them actually accomplish them every day, but it's just having that, that, that clarity of, you know, what you need to get done. And then that's how you continue to grow. It's just, you know, it's a slow process. You build yeah, it.
3: pregnancy brain is a real thing. I tell you, I, I forget everything.
2: <laughs> well, what's wrong with I us can't. then? I mean, men, men can't of shit. So, <laughs> uh, I'm a one-trick pony over here. I'm always, I'm always getting it on. Um, well, thank you both so much for coming on. Where can people find you and connect with you um, and find out more about the brand?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, my personal um, Twitter and Instagram are all um, Honey cigari or H cigari. And um, our brand, you can go to our website, www.qyral.com. And yeah, you can follow us there or at Chiral Skincare on Instagram. Cool. Yeah. Thank you.
2: I will post all that in show notes. So you guys can just scroll right down and connect with them, connect with the brand. Um, if someone wants to make some extra side cash or a full-time gig, especially right now, uh, it would be a great opportunity to help an incredible brand grow and to help your uh, your pocket. Book thank you. as well. Yeah, awesome. So, thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure thank talking you with you lot. both. Uh, great. Yeah, thank you so
0: much. Thanks, man. <laughs>